Welcome to the Thunderdome. Seriously, what happened in 2020 and all of our big plans, or at least mine? I guess life threw us a curveball and is a frustrating, bored, scary, confusing times are right now. It's definitely important for us to stay smart, stay kind, and embrace what's most important in life to us. You know, I hope all of it of my listeners out there are staying healthy, although it's been a super busy time for me. I also hope that I can provide you with an occasional distraction that makes you think, smile, laugh, and enjoy yourselves. So this is going to be a short mini episode, and it's based on the current situation that's going on in our world. Hello and welcome to the Stags Stable Podcast, a gathering place for analysis and discussion of the single male experience in the adult sexual lifestyle, as viewed from the perspective of not only single males, but single females and couples as well. I will be your host, AZ Gigolo, aka Dr. Dave, and I am both honored and thrilled to have you join me on this exciting journey. So I invite you to sit back wherever you are, relax, open your mind, Enjoy and hopefully learn something new as we proceed to pull back the covers and dive right in. All right, I'd like to thank everyone for joining me once again, particularly right now in this unprecedented and challenging times. I, uh, again, must apologize for the delay in episodes, but I'm hopeful that you'll forgive me as I've honestly been pulled in like 10 different directions all day, every day right now, but just glad to have some time to spend with you today, uh, even if you are an involuntary captive audience. Speaking of which, I want to thank all the essential workers out there, and that's whether you're a doctor, nurse, cook food server, maintenance worker, teacher, banker, sanitation worker, garbage collector, whatever it is, you are all very much appreciated. Also, my heart goes out to those who cannot work due to no fault of their own right now. I really can't imagine how scary and difficult that must be, but I hope you can take some solace in the fact that you're not alone and my positive vibes are definitely going your way. Uh, and that's just in hopes that we can all come together and come up with some concise and cohesive plan to move forward in this new normal. So because this COVID-19 situation is the top thing on most of our minds right now, I did want to address it briefly in this mini episode. I was going to do a full episode on COVID-19 and the lifestyle challenges and concerns it presents, but honestly, seeing how medical information changes daily on it, it seems premature and really short-sighted of me to try and delve into a full episode that would be uh, informative and um, uh, precise and accurate. So I'm just going to make this short informational and then a little cautionary uh, statement at the end about it in regards to the life style. So first thing, let's just get some facts. The facts that we do know. COVID-19, COVID-19 uh, is a virus similar to, but quite different from the yearly common flu that goes around. So what it stands for is Corona, that's the CO, virus, the VI, and disease, the D. Uh, it was first identified and named in the year 2019, thus the 19 at the end. The 19 does not mean it's the 19th virus, so don't fall for the okie doke if you hear that, uh, which I have heard um, several uh, people in the media state. So that's just absolutely inaccurate. So that's what COVID-19 stands for. Uh, you also often hear it referred to as the novel or novel uh, coronavirus, which simply means it's new and nothing quite like it's been seen before. Just like when you hear someone say, you know, hey, that's a novel idea. It's because it's new and it's unique. So as best we know, uh, it's passed and contracted via respiratory droplets. And uh, now that does not mean that someone has to physically get 
their wet saliva or sneeze on you. Uh, in medical terms, really, respiratory droplets are almost microscopic and cannot be seen with the human eye. Uh, this brings about the six feet of social distancing that you hear about uh, because a strong sneeze can cause the respiratory droplets to travel on average about six feet, and that's in every direction. And that's why, you know, even as a little kid, you're taught to cover your mouth when, you're sne- when you sneeze. Do not do it into your hand. Do it into your elbow or into a shirt if you do not have a mask on. Um, which again brings me to the reasoning for wearing masks. Now, I hope I'm not bursting anyone's bubble right now, but the actual reason to wear a mask is not to protect you from getting or contracting the disease. The reason you're wearing a mask is to protect others from getting the disease from you. Uh, if that, if it makes you feel better to think that you're protecting yourself uh, from others getting, uh, giving you the disease and that helps you to wear a mask, then hey, keep that thinking along those lines and uh, just be sure to wear your mask uh, when you're out in public and, you know, really around, um, anyone um that you know you, you you could potentially pass something on to you know not just the the coronavirus but uh, other things as well um when you're around um family members or friends or someone that might be immunocompromised the elderly or things of that nature um so want to uh relay an analogy that i heard in regard to wearing masks and it goes like this that's a little crude but uh, it kind of illustrates the point so if six people are standing around in a circle let's say six men and Five of them are wearing jeans or wearing pants, and one of them is standing there just butt naked, all right, from the waist below. Uh, and uh, all of them start to urinate, right? So some of them are going to urinate, or all of them are going <laughs> to urinate in their pants, five of them, right? And it's going to be absorbed by their pants, but some of it may leak down their leg, and slowly it'll dribble over and may actually contact somebody else standing around them, one of the other uh, six, right, and touch their feet. But the, the chances of that are low, but it could happen, right? But wearing those pants to give them some protection. Now the naked guy starts peeing, and I don't know about you all, but when I wake up first thing in the morning and when I go to pee, if I just stand there and <laughs> don't hold on to anything, it's going to spray all over the place. Standing in a circle with six other people or five other people standing there, it's going to get all over a few of them. Okay, so that's kind of the crude concept of why you wear a mask. It's not going to catch all of it, all of those respiratory droplets, and some of them will get through, but they won't travel that full six feet, and you'll be uh, protecting others more so. Um, then you would obviously not wearing a mask. So it's very important. And I really encourage all of you, if you don't have a mask, you know, you can wrap a t-shirt around just whatever you can to cover your face when you're out in public and you're going to be around other people. Okay. So also we need to be cognizant of what we're doing with our hands as we go through grocery stores or wherever we are uh, out and about, uh, whether we're handling grocery bags, um, you know, we're touching surfaces all over the place. The thing with these respiratory droplets is that they land, obviously, right? They have to go somewhere. So when they're released, and it's not just through sneezing, I just use that as the most powerful example of how it can, um, you know, kind of exert its force outward and spread. But even just talking, you spread respiratory droplets. Okay. Me talking to you now, I'm spreading them all over this microphone and this um, um, boom mic that I have here. Um, so just talking, you talk louder, the respiratory uh, droplets are going to travel further. Just breathing. So they're going everywhere. If you're walking around without a mask on, these droplets are wherever you're going, they're going. So they land on the shopping cart. They land on a piece of wood. They land on clothing. And depending on the surface, um, these respiratory droplets and the virus contained within them, assuming that you or other people had the coronavirus, whether they're symptomatic or not, uh, can live on those surfaces for varying amounts of time, anywhere from an hour to a couple hours to a few days. 
which is another thing we really don't have a good answer on, but because we don't know, we need to be extra cautious, but they can survive, um, for several days. So that's, uh, that's the importance of, you know, being really cautious, uh, as far in regards to washing your hands and, you know, the 22nd rule, if you need to sing happy birthday to Oprah twice, um, just make sure, you know, washing your hands doesn't mean just rubbing the soap in the palm of your hand for 20 seconds. It means really, you know, basically <laughs> stroking each finger, getting in between the webs of your fingers, the top of them underneath, you know, get under your fingernails, use that 20 seconds. You don't have to stop at 20 seconds, but you know, that's kind of the minimum that you should be using to make sure that you're really thoroughly cleaning and killing any virus that's there. And I'm not going to get into how the sausage is made and the, the nerdy uh, aspect of why, but I'm telling you that just regular hand soap, you don't need antibacterial soap. In fact, antibacterial soap is probably not as good as if you use just plain soap to wash your hands for 20 seconds all day, every day. Okay. And the, the second best option, a lot of people think it's the first because, oh, the alcohol in this hand sanitizer has to be better than soap. No, it's not. But if you have that, you know, I have some in my car, I carry it with me everywhere just in case, you know, I need it real quick and I don't have access to running water or soap all the time unless I'm in the hospital or, you know, at home or at, at some other place where I have access to a sink. So use that as well, you know, use it, use it generously. Uh, it should be a lot easier to find now that, you know, kind of the rush is over. Um, but, you know, if you're able to have some of that, but again, just the importance of washing your hands thoroughly any and every time you can. And I know I'm going to sound like a broken record from what you've heard in the media and the news, but at all costs, when you're out, you should avoid touching your face. I know we do it subconsciously because I do it all the time. I catch myself. I'm like, shit, I just touched my face again and have to really be cognizant of it. But really, you know, uh, especially again, when you're out in public, be cognizant of not touching your face. And that includes, you know, if you, you touch something in the store and you grab your phone because somebody called and you put it up to your ear. Yeah, you just touched your face. Now you have stuff all over your phone. So make sure you're cleaning your phones with disinfectant and all that sort of stuff. Okay. Now, uh, as all this applies when considering its, its application to the lifestyle, which is what this podcast is generally about, even though it's single males, I, I really want to do this for everybody, this shortened episode. Uh, if you haven't listened to my episode 10 of the podcast, I cover some STIs and STDs uh, with a statement and caveat that even when we practice safe sex in the lifestyle, meaning basically using a condom, there's still always a calculated risk we're taking, right? Nothing's 100% foolproof. Same thing applies to COVID-19. My advice for lifestylers, and it's unsolicited, but you're listening to the, to the podcast, so you're going to get it. Uh, the advice is to, you know, just do your best. And if you j just have to participate and you got to get out there and you got to have some fun, which I understand because the driver's there, try and do it with known and trusted friends. Don't attend any parties or orgies or any group gatherings of honestly over four people would be my suggestion. That's no magic to that number. There's no medical uh, science behind that or recommendation. I just think that, you know, if you're going to do it, a couple swap is as risque as anyone should be right now, in my opinion. Okay. I myself have canceled plans to attend an event in August. I really was looking forward to attending simply because I know there will be no medication or vaccine ready by then. We won't know enough about the disease for me to feel safe. And despite my strong desire to attend, it would be irresponsible for me, uh, risking others, not only myself, to go to something like that. It would be selfish on my behalf. So I'm choosing not to go. Uh, and again, this leads me to my last point and an analogy I wanted to make. Uh, as many states, including my own, are beginning to prematurely, in my opinion, 
quote unquote, open back up, I'm already seeing people gathering in large groups as I drive by certain bars and restaurants. You know, I hear them speaking arrogantly, you know, quite frankly, ignorantly, ignorantly about how this is overblown and they're going to go out and start contributing back to the economy. Fuck Corona, blah, blah, blah. Okay. To that, I say two things. First, I truly, truly hope they're correct. I really do hope they're right. However, I would much rather someone say to me this time next year, see, Dr. Dave, you were wrong and you missed out on all this fun than me standing over them while they're in the hospital bed on a breathing machine with a tube down their trachea looking up at me and me saying, see, I told you so. Was all that fun worth your life? So last thing I'm going to illustrate is an analogy I came up um, and it's crude again, but it gets my point across. And it's regard to, you know, people I see it on the news. I'm sure you've seen it in social media throwing these fits and just acting like assholes. Excuse me, but that's exactly what they are over having to wear a mask. You know, you're 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 impinging on my rights and all this stuff. Okay, Um, I think they don't need it anymore. They're thinking, well, you know. Nobody I know has gotten sick and it seems like the numbers are going down so I can go out and party and things are back to normal. Okay. So here's my analogy. So say you're at a lifestyle club or party and it's a great time. You know, it's lots of new people, potential. And this is just in general. I'm not talking about COVID-19. Let's just say this was two years ago, right? Hypothetically, you're at this party, you're having lots of fun. All these new people at this place, everybody's sexy. Everybody's friendly. It's going to be a good time as the evening goes on. Clothes start to fall off as they tend to do at events like that as the evening goes on and everyone starts having fun, right? There's beds all over the place. There's, you know, private rooms, whatever. And they start swapping partners with all sorts of people other than their partners, strangers they never met. But it's fun. You know, some of those events, that's just how it goes down. And I would hope that at events like this, you and everyone else will be using condoms because, you know, they're strangers and you don't know anything about some of these people. So the night goes on, party ends. Everyone had a great time. They say, you know what? This was so much fun. Let's do this again tomorrow night. So again, this is hypothetical, but it's getting my point across. So get there the next night everybody's drinking night progresses and as last night you know the last the night before clothes start coming off people start playing but you notice that only half the people are using condoms and you're kind of scratching your head and you go up to one of the people that obviously got with a stranger and ask him you know uh, why aren't you wearing a condom this time and this is akin to the people that make their excuses about not wearing a mask this person says to you well nobody looks sick here nobody got sick here last night nobody's pregnant So the condoms weren't any use anyway. Besides, they're really uncomfortable. What would your reaction be? I hope at the very least it would cause you to shake your head and leave. Uh, At most, I tell that person they're a fucking idiot and leave. But it's that rationale and that stupidity that I hear daily from people regarding this. As the cliche goes, it's better to be safe than sorry. All right. Thank you, my friends. I hope this little mini episode was a little enlightening and just caused you to think a little bit uh, about what's uh, going on and how to protect yourself and your loved ones. And, you know, uh, desire to do something doesn't really mean it's the right thing to do. Right. And uh, seeing these numbers go down, say, oh, well, I just hope it doesn't happen. You know, that's using hope as a tactic and that's just never a good thing. So, again, stay safe during these turbulent times. And thank you for joining me. That concludes this episode of the Stag Stable Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and learned something new, as that's always the goal when we get together. I invite you to feel free to contact me at either the website, stagstable.buzzsprout.com, the podcast email, www.thestagsstable at gmail.com, the podcast Twitter account, at stagstable, 
my personal Twitter account at azgigolo. You can find this episode as well as all past and future episodes of the Stack Stable Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. All the aforementioned contacts and sites are listed in my main website and on the podcast Twitter account as well. Once again, I am your host, AZ Gigolo, a.k.a. Dr. Dave. I want to thank you for spending some time with me. And as always, stay kind, stay thoughtful, and stay naughty.